poetically created mind podcast hosted by me, BM the Poet. This podcast is for people with a creative mind who need a little inspiration. I will be interviewing everyday people with creative minds, doing original poetry for myself and others, having inspirational conversation and more. This podcast will be available wherever you get your podcast from. My next guest is an author, an artist, and a former Marine. Her journey has led her to create a children's book series called Brave Me, which she wrote and illustrated herself. Brave Me focuses on the mental health and well-being of our children. It also helps children to better understand their mental health and navigating through challenges in life. Laura has also been instrumental in assisting other authors with their work, as well as continuing to write and paint. You can follow Laura on Twitter at KSWarrior71 or on Facebook at LLWrite, W-R-I-G-H-T dot U-S-M-C or at BraveMe with two E's dot com. And you can also check out her artwork at www.artforms-gallery.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you author Laura Wright. How are you doing this morning? I am doing very well. How about yourself, Brian? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. It's a beautiful day, so I can't complain. I hear you there. Yeah. So won't you um, tell the people a little bit about yourself? Originally, I'm from California, joined the Marines right out of high school, transplanted myself out of the Marine Corps to Kansas with my husband. He's actually from Kansas, so that's uh, that's why a SoCal girl ended up in the Kansas area. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've been there for quite a while, and uh, it's, it's definitely home now. I have no plans on moving back or going anywhere except for staying in the uh, in the Midwest. We have three children together. Miles, uh, Rain, and Trenton are our children. They're all grown now. I spent uh, 17 years in the Marines before I was medically retired, and uh, my husband is actually still in the Marines. Well, I'd like to thank both of you for your service. Thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate that. I started writing books about, well, about a year and a half ago. I started writing and published my first one about a year ago to uh, try to empower children, let them keep their happiness as much as possible. Yeah, they need it. They do. Your book, Brave Me, that's a series of books that you have, correct? That is correct. If it sounds a little awkward with me, the way I'm talking about me in such a gender neutral way, that is because me is also a gender neutral character. Me is never illustrated in the, in the books because I okay. wanted to keep me completely neutral so that the reader, any reader can really internalize that character, whether it be a, a boy, a girl, or anyone, any, anybody who reads, reads the it. Book. That's a great idea because you get to, that you really can pull yourself into it knowing that the me is you. Exactly. In, in a sense. Oh, that is a great idea. Yeah. And that was the, also the inspiration for the name of the character as well. And, you know, of course, I had to change the the spelling just a tad bit. So it's M-E-E instead of it's me with two E's. It uh, it works well. It works very it, well. It does. The idea is great for the for the books. People tend to not touch on mental illness in children unless it's 
uh, they're too hyper, stuff like that. But kids go through emotional challenges at an early age. I guess we don't see it because we don't think that kids would be dealing with stuff like that so young. We don't actively remember being a child and having that that wonder, you know, in me. And I remember certain times of losing that wonder. And I just want kids to be empowered to keep that that joy and happiness as long as possible. You know, and it's not saying that, you know, everything is a bed of, of uh, roses. It certainly isn't. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, everybody experiences sadness and tragedy throughout life. It's, it's how you deal with those experiences. Happy people generally tend to deal with them in a more, in a healthier way. Just kind of empowers children to grow up into happier, healthier adults. And I think that is, I mean, that's what we want for our children. Yeah, we do. Because they are the future, so we got to make sure they're okay. Exactly. Well, the first book, Brave Me in a Forest of Tangled Lies, it concentrates on um, cognitive distortions. Well, let me back up a little bit. So throughout life, you have pieces of happiness that get stolen from you by mm-hmm. things like lies that you tell yourself, by anger, uh, resentment, jealousy, things like that. The Brave Me series concentrates on empowering children to overcome those things and keep their happiness. So the first one, The Forest of Tangled Lies, concentrates on cognitive distortions. And that's basically lies that you you start telling yourself as you as you grow in life. And you know, you hear it from outside sources, sometimes from teasing or belittling and things like that. And you internalize those and really tell yourself those over time and start believing them. So yeah. brave me has to go through the forest of tangled lies and confront some lies and find the truth. And finding truth gets back a piece of happiness. Each book concentrates on a piece of stolen happiness. The uh, second book in the series is Brave Me Navigates the Angry Sea of Past Deeds, where me has to find forgiveness, including self-forgiveness. So me has to confront three scenarios where um, anger has gotten the best of me, and me has to find forgiveness for certain people and then for myself as well. And then the third book that I am that I wrote as concentrates on anxiety. Brave Me and the Variety Show of Anxiety, the third book that is out. The fourth book, mm-hmm. Brave Me is Marooned on Envy Isle, so has to overcome some jealousy issues on that. And in each book, me gets that piece of happiness back. So exactly. you see you're working on the fourth book as well, correct? Correct. And do you have an idea when that's going to come out? Or you just... That, I'm looking at that, publishing that probably sometime next year. That's uh, in the editing phases right now, so... Okay. I still have to do all the illustrations and I'm, I'm thinking about changing it up and learning digital um, illustrating. So I do everything on my own. <laughs> I mean, everything. Uh, that's it's, awesome. Uh, it's fun. It's a process and it's a challenge and I, I'm loving it. Yeah, especially if it's something that you're passionate about and you seem to be very passionate about it and skilled at it. I appreciate that very much. So I, I also... See that you have another book called Bella the Bedtime Butterfly. Yeah. Bella is a a sweet little butterfly that, that during the day she brings smile and joy to others. So Bella the Bedtime Butterfly takes the reader on a journey with Bella, who's a sweet butterfly 
who during the day brings smile and joy to those who need it. So she kind of turns frowns upside down. And then at nighttime, she tucks in and becomes Bella the bedtime butterfly. And then you, as her smile warrior, have to help her save the kingdom from from Frownster the dragon. So you have to save the queen. And yeah, so it's kind of cute. That one is actually in process right now of being... um, they're all the books are being uploaded to audible here shortly. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm excited about that. So do you plan on making uh, Bella into a series as well? I don't have any plans at this point of doing that. It might be a good idea sometime down the road. Yeah. I think people would like, I like the, the, the concept of the book and what Bella does. She's a cutie pie. She really is. And she's, she's a fun little character. It's always a, uh, Good to have something to send kids off to sleep with that's positive. So that you never hurts to have a lot of that going on. No, and it's the perfect, perfect bedtime story to read to a kid. It's just the perfect length. It's got dragons. It's got a little bit of excitement, but it's also happy and uplifting. Just puts them right to sleep. As a parent, I would love that. Right? Wish I would have had that as for my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I plan on using it. Quite often with the two-year-old. So tell me about the publishing side of things, because there are a lot of people out there who are trying to self-publish. And from what I know and what I've heard, it's a very complicated avenue. So tell me about that journey. Well, self-publishing is very, very daunting, especially if you've never done it before. And I fought tooth and nail about, you know, against self-publishing but I didn't trust my to send my material to anybody. So, and I think that's kind of common for a lot of people. You know, you think you have the the best story and you just, you're afraid of having it stolen. Yeah. Not understanding you automatically own the rights just by creating it. I first got it on Amazon because that's the platform that I, you know, I know I order from Amazon a lot. I use Amazon a lot. So that's the platform that I first uploaded to. Didn't do a lot of marketing with it. The uploading process, it is kind of tedious. You do have to do some research and get your your formats correct um, and things like that. So you do have to know some technical aspects of it. But once you get it up there, I definitely recommend doing some marketing on that, doing some research and doing some marketing. Maybe doing the before you actually upload it, do some marketing research first so that you can do a good launch. That is definitely, I did not do that with my first book. I just kind of put it out there and didn't really do any marketing with it. Um, Just now getting started with the marketing. Um, That was a mistake I made, but definitely on Ingram Spark, I definitely highly recommend getting it up on Ingram Spark. It cost a little bit of money, but not a lot. I mean, it's a one-time fee. So I definitely highly recommend getting it up on Ingram Spark because that's where you're really going to sell your books. Because that opens it up to a lot more platforms. Okay. I have to keep that in mind. And if for those listening and want to self-publish. Ingram Spark. There you go. Yeah, it is. My books have been selling on Ingram Spark as far as Germany, UK, you know, and it's it's just wonderful. I'm like, I'm wowed. I'm I'm super excited to get the to get them actually out there to sit there and empower these children. So I'm I'm really excited about that. I have another question about what inspired you to want to reach out to children. I have PTSD and 
PTSD is definitely a happiness stealer, <laughs> but uh, I deal with some mental illness uh, myself, and I've dealt with it in my family. And I think it is a topic that does need to be addressed and, and definitely in children. And you don't want to diagnose kids early and things like that. You know, and a lot of times kind of it is difficult with children because they're still growing. So you want to empower them as much as possible. And I just I've always had a passion for children. Can't really explain it. <laughs> they're, they're, the, they're the most vulnerable. They are. Because we and that's what we're here to protect them. So. I appreciate what you're doing in the efforts to to help mental health in children. Like I said earlier, it, it goes unseen. It and does. They don't know how to ex- express it, so sometimes it may come out in, in different forms where we think they're acting out for because of, you know behavioral reasons. When it's they just don't know how to express what they really feel. Exactly, and empowering them. These books might open them up to actually speaking out about what's going on. And parents might really, you know, parents and caregivers can really learn uh, what's going on in these children's lives. You know, if someone holds on to anger, if there's, if someone really wronged your child and your child is angry at somebody and you don't know it and you read Brave Me Navigates the Angry Sea of Past Deeds, your child might open up to you and you might find some things out. You know, your child might suffer from from severe childhood anxiety and not understand how to empower themselves to overcome some of that and not knowing that they can overcome some of that and yeah. that it's okay, knowing that they're not alone out there. And, and honestly, I think this would help some adults who still don't know how to, to deal with it, hearing something uh, a simpler fashion. I try to practice what I preach. So I try to, you know, and think that as, as parents and caregivers, we try to try to internalize that. We do try to practice what we preach. So I think you're right, you know, and parents and caregivers reading these books can really get something out of it, out of it as well. And I've had quite a few adults tell me that. (laughs) Yeah, it it has that ability because like you say, everybody, everybody doesn't have the opportunity to to go to therapy or even to have someone to to talk to. So for them to be able to read it and, and realize that there is an avenue within myself to, to get better and help myself and others, you know, they will take advantage of that, I think. Yes. Yes, exactly. And with us talking about the kids, I re- I'm going to order some to take to the daycare as well, because until we had this conversation, I didn't even think about doing that. But how valuable these books can be for children. That's something that I feel that I, I want to do. I'll be Thank ordering you. some more copies of your books to send to the daycare so they can have that that there, because a lot of stuff, like I say, it starts early. It can start as early as kids can can think. <laughs> starts really early. Yeah, and like I said, for years it's been it's gone un, not necessarily unnoticed, but maybe misdiagnosed. Yeah, not you know, and kids simply empowering children to take care of themselves. I mean, I think really, really is a necessary thing because you get these kids that actually absolutely have no idea how to function and it's just because they haven't been taught they haven't been empowered to function and that and as adults we need to do that for them so that they can do for themselves yep and you know and you're 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 subject to all kinds of outside sources so you know you got things pummeling at you every day from all sides so you really got to be empowered to be able to figure out what to internalize and what not to internalize. On top of you being an author, 
publisher. You also have your artwork. Yeah, I uh, I started painting as sort of a, a therapy, you know, with PTSD and, and whatnot. It really helps kind of center me, my thoughts and, and things. So I started painting on, on cigar boxes, um, of all things, just nice wooden cigar boxes. I got noticed for those and got juried into um, Art Forms Gallery. We just got designated as a 501c3 company, and we are now a nonprofit. Uh, we are about 20 artists that display our art in a storefront for sale, and we also do workshops and do some some things for the community. Like me and another artist do a free workshop every Tuesday at Art Forms, where people come in and we provide the supplies and and things like that, and we just have fun. And I love to paint. <laughs> I see. I'm I'm looking at the art gallery right now. You do some beautiful work, I must say. I love the lion. That you have on there. I'm a Leo, Thank so I, I was drawn cool. to that one before anything else. But everything, the detail, it's amazing what you can do. I appreciate that. I definitely tell people to go check it out. Art Forms Gallery. Yep, Art Forms Gallery in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Pittsburgh? So Pittsburgh drop the eight, Kansas. Like I like I really like all the animal scenes. I, and you paint all of that yourself on on cigar boxes, you said? Yeah, most of them. Um, although I've been doing some more canvas work too these days. Very it's a lot of fun. It looks, you can tell that you enjoy it by looking at it. So with your, with your paintings, I see that you've also illustrated for another um, author. Yes. Another veteran uh, reached out to me. He had a children's book and didn't know what to do with it. Wanted Wanted someone to illustrate it. And just knew that I'd illustrated my own book. So he just asked me if I would help illustrate it for him. And so I did. And I ended up publishing it for him as well. <laughs> he had published another book, but he went through a uh, paid publisher to do that. Uh, yeah. So I just ended up publishing his book on on Amazon and just got that up on Ingram Spark as well. And that is called The Surprised Visitors. And that is a really cute book about aliens, the slocks, locks, and mocks that come to earth to find an earthling to befriend and do they find an earthling that's all i'll say about that, that <laughs> you'll have to read it to find out and i definitely will pick that one up for the kids we love reading in here so perfect they they don't have they won't have any choice so is there is there any advice or any words that you have for for our listeners today if you have an idea just go with it. Definitely Ingram Spark. Definitely that is something I will preach on because that is one thing, the platform that is very necessary. Um, don't get stuck on Amazon. Get do Ingram Spark first and foremost. And marketing. Become marketing. a marketer. Well, ladies and gentlemen, some very important words from a very great author. So I I'd like to thank you for joining us, Laura. And Thank you. Keep keep them coming because I'm I'm definitely gonna root for you. I'm gonna push you as much as I can to you know help you help others. I appreciate that. So, well, before I let you go, I just want to read a poem to you that kind of reminded me of the conversation that I had with Laura. When did it start? Was I a child when it started out, or was I a preteen with so much doubt? A mind so young, a mind so fresh, 
Have I always been depressed? A question I can't answer. But the older I got, it progressed like cancer. Minutes, hours, weeks, and days. Depression is there. What more can I say? Another dark cloud consumes my mind. Ten minutes ago, I was doing just fine. It comes and goes like the sun and the moon. The fog of doubt always consumes. At the end, will I bend or break? All I know is the end can wait. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Please follow me at BM the Poet on Instagram and BM the Poet on Twitter. Please rate it five stars, subscribe, and share. Have a good evening.